probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. And welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud. And joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. And what do they say as a greeting during the day on Batu? Ah, yes. Blight Sons. <laughs> wow. Uh, I did not expect that one, mate. I, I was I was expecting like a little bit more, but then he's like in there like Blight Sons. Yeah, it's done. I love it, bro. I came up with that one this afternoon, mate. I am, bro, it is getting tighter and tighter. We, we can do this. If not, at least to 90. At least. Oh, the gauntlet's been set. And, and, and Matt's thinking there like flipping out. Oh, I don't even know if I'm going to make it to 81, let alone I'm 90. To 80. <laughs> it's so impressive, bro. It's so impressive. But, mate, it's another week in the world of the spicy sessions and everything is just so good. So, listen, how on earth are you, Matty boy? Uh, mate, I tell you how I'm doing, mate. In fact, somebody else can tell you how I'm doing. I am just so good. Oh, so yes, I am. Oh. I'm doing well. I'm doing well, mate. I've got a cup of <laughs> cup of tea with a Kylo Ren Star Wars: The Force Awakens mug that is now uh, best part of five years old. So it's like an antique to me. Yeah, man. Bit of food shopping, spending time with the kids. One of them's uh, a bit sick and bad at the minute, so it's um. Trying to like simultaneously get them better whilst staying out of their way. Nothing uh, serious, of course. But um, that aside, mate, I've been since last Monday. I've been dreaming about this moment of getting back on with Blylo Ren. So, firstly, before we chat, how on earth are you? Yes, mate, I am good. It is Bank Holiday uh, Week or Bank Holiday Monday here in the United Kingdom. It is pretty spicy, although it is in England and Wales and Northern Ireland. I don't think it is in Scotland. I think they're they're Bank Holiday at the beginning of August. Um, But listen, mate, it's the last day of Eat Out to Help Out. You know, so yes. for our global listeners, the um, the UK government set out an incentive to help uh, kickstart the economy a little bit, and uh, they basically um put 50 percent off like the government are subsidizing like um takeaway meals and restaurant meals and stuff so it's all half price up to 10 pounds so um i bought a burrito today it cost me a quid of course he did of course he did it cost me a flipping quid (laughs) you've taken advantage of that scheme haven't you mate trust me mate uh we've done it a few times i've mentioned it in our patreon show with my patreon show with uh, arily which we're going to be talking about later um and yeah, it's all just been fun and games, broski. I mean, my missus today, which she she went and had a uh, a little cheeky uh, pancake. You know, she destroyed that. She loved it. And listen, mate, life's good. Life's good. It's August. It's nearly September. We are nearing Star Wars season. We're nearing Mandalorian season. So all is good. And I tell you what, mate. I tell you what. I am ready. I'm waiting to shoot the galactic breeze oh yes sir i am that's what we like to hear and we've got another announcement up top before we shoot that breeze it's getting breezy over here it's almost fall it's almost autumn but in terms of shooting that breeze we've got an announcement we've got a new patron haven't we mates 
Yes, we do. A big shout out to our newest patron, Shane Daly from Suffolk Absolute King, who has joined at the Hello There tier. Oh, yeah. Shout out to whoever thought of the uh, episode three theme for our Patreon, that tears. think what majestically maimed person that might have been. Two geniuses, mate. It's all teamwork. But yeah, if you haven't gone, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. It's all episode three themed, mate. I mean, who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love a barbecue? Yeah, if you like a barbecue, you're probably going to like our Patreon because it's that spicy. Oh, yes. It is the chosen one. So yeah, Shane, mate, thank you so much for signing up at that tier. We hope you enjoy all of the the benefits that come with it and um, the shows that come along with it as well. So, dude, thank you so much for signing up. And uh, with that, in the background, I can hear that mighty bong, that mighty echo of Big Ben Kenobi. It's the Galactic News Round, a.k.a. the Mighty Bong. (laughs) Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has dropped a first gameplay trailer and will now be released in 2021. Players of The Sims will soon be able to download a new Star Wars expansion pack titled Journey to Batu. A preview of the official single-player mode for Star Wars Squadrons has also been released at Gamescon 2020. And Daisy Ridley has said she initially struggled to find work following the release of The Rise of Skywalker. Sam Smith, Design Manager at Hasbro for Star Wars Products, and you're listening to Star Wars Session, quite possibly the greatest Star Wars show in all of Britain. you've ever heard Star Wars Sessions on the mic is quite absurd got a Patreon now with lots of tears from $2 a month is all it is best podcast hello there best podcast best podcast roger roger best podcast that's right people from as little as $2 a month for less than a cup of coffee at a coffee shop. You can listen to amazing content, extra shows from both Matt and I, and a cheeky podcast. Honestly, this is the deal of the century. Nice, spicy, tidy. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. It's the best podcast you've ever heard. Star Wars Sessions on the mic is quite absurd. Got a Patreon now with lots of tears. From $2 a month is all it is. Best podcast. One more for those in the back. There we go. (laughs) Stuck in my head now. Uh, Lukey Boy up top mentioned the Patreon show and what you can hear on the Journal of Luke Blywalker. And um, we thought we'd throw in something a little bit different this week. Having a little shake up. 
And we're going to provide a couple of like five to seven minute snippets from our three main Patreon shows. So you can have a little listen, it's a little taster of what's available over on our Patreon page. So those who are signed up as patrons will know we drop three shows per month exclusively for patrons who sign up at any tier from $2 up to $3,000 here. Um, we have the Journal of Luke Blywalker, Jibber Jabber with Jabber the Hud, and the world-famous Pubcasts. So we thought, didn't we, Matey Booze, that we'd, uh, we'd chuck a little, we'd have a little uh, taster tonight. Yeah, we did, mate. You know what, like, the thing is, I think we were saying last week, you know, like, our Patreon show's just got a different feel. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I, I, I feel like you're really... If you're really a fan of this podcast and you listen to us week in, week out, you really are, you're really doing yourself a disservice. And I mean that, right? When you're you're not listening to these other shows, because it is like, it just completes the big picture of the Session Spicy universe, yeah? And the reason I say that is because they're more laid back, yeah? Pubcast, like Matt and I, we, we come up with a topic to talk about. And usually when there isn't a global pandemic going on, we meet up at the pub. Yeah, and we literally get pints and we just talk about Star Wars. But it could be related to anything or I could go off on a rant, usually happens. Matty Boy brings me back down to earth and that and vice versa. Yeah, it it just, it works real well. The vibes are real good. And Matty Boy also, uh, and myself, we also get to just dive into our own solo shows. And that's where we get to just take the time to really discuss what's close to our heart, something that doesn't quite fit into the main show or we don't have time for. And it really does make for some of our most fun content we we really like it we're really pleased with what we're putting out um and on top of that we also put on our commentaries our film commentaries onto patreon we recently did the phantom menace one and we got a really really good um feedback from from danny boy sexton our rapper our in-house rapper um shout out to dan because that the patreon rap is absolute fire um yeah he he messaged me the other day matty boy he was working Friday, you know, slow things, just, you know, plodding along. And he's, he put Disney Plus on, put Phantom Menace on, bish bash bosh, had the commentary on what in the king. background, didn't he? He said it was one of the best experiences he's ever had with the podcast. And he's been listening since day one. He, he is a day oneer. He supports us. He's, he's a good a friend boy. of ours. He's a spicy naughty boy. And he said this was so good. He, he, he was like, he was ready for Attack of the Clones. For a commentary from Attack of the so Clones. Dude, how good is that, though? How good is that? Matty Boy, what's your thoughts on our Patreon? Well, obviously, obviously I think it's probably the best thing since sliced bread. But uh, in all seriousness, I back up what Lukey Boyce just said. It gives It's a chance for us to give you guys something that little bit extra um, to dive into subjects on our own shows, which mean a lot to us. We're, we're passionate for. Or it may be something topical. It may be something that's just come up in the last week, and we think, you know what? Let's talk about that. You know, it, that's what we love about doing them. And of course, podcast certainly plays into that um, last, that latter category, where that is very much a culmination of the news round or our thoughts on certain subjects which have happened recently. And it's just a place for us to either get together, you know, have a have a swifty and have a chat. It's also a good chance to hang out, of course, which is what it's all about. Uh, sessions life uh, and you guys seem to like the photographs we put up whenever we do go and hang out so thanks for the likes um but honestly i 
want to thank all the guys and girls who have signed up because their support does mean the world. I'm sure every podcast says that. I'm sure every Patreon uh, show says that, but we generally mean it. We've been able to accomplish so much since having that, whether it's um, the quality of the shows improving, the quality of content, the quality of equipment, you know, being able to buy new equipment, even things like new microphone cables and whatnot. Just little things like that have been made possible thanks to the uh, generosity of the guys who um, who have signed up. So I love sitting down every month, coming up with a jibber-jabber idea. I love sitting down and doing it. I love going up, going to the pub, of course, and doing a podcast. And I love checking out what Ren's been up to during the month as well. So I agree. I think check, go, go check it out, you know, if you have the means to. If not, we completely accept that, especially in the world at the minute. But if you have the means to, do go check it out. And you might just enjoy it. And you may just have the best podcast experience with our Rogue One and Phantom Menace commentary. Plus, we've got six seasons worth of recaps of the Clone Wars on there as well. So, quite a lot on there, guys. Yeah, it is incredible. It is incredible. So, that's what this show, or part of this show, is about. We are giving you a little taster of our Patreon, our short snippets. And to lead us off, mate boy, it is my show, unless I'm mistaken. Is that right? It is. The Patreon tapas is starting with you. Oh, mate, the tapas is filth and it is ready to go. Uh, so my tapas of uh, choice uh, this week on Journal of Luke Blyer, or this month's actually, this it was August, uh, Journal of yep. Luke Bly Walker. I had my wife on uh, my show and we had a chit-chat about her perspective on Star Wars at the moment. And the chit-chat is just really good. It's really good. So, um, yeah, let's let's dive into it, mate, boy. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to level with you. I've tried to do a really cool introduction where I'm singing the journals of Luke Blywalker and everything, but it's not working out. Turns out I'm not the best of singers. So instead, journal of Luke Blywalker, I'm going to let these guys take it. Oh, look, a wild Luke Blywalker. But no, right, so back to Star Wars. This is Journal of Luke Blywalker. And by the way, they're used to this on my show. Really? Yeah, man. Like, just I've... gab, 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 gab it. Exactly. Like, this the is other just day, you in normal life anyway. the, A few weeks ago, we, um, I was, I say we, like <laughs> me and other 30 of them are all together in a car. <laughs> um, we, I was driving to Burger King the other day. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was like talking about what I was ordering half. I think it was like strongest force user. I did a show on strongest force users. And what, by the way, who do you think is the strongest force user? Just while we're at it. In Star Wars, who who do you think? Just. Uh, I don't really know. I'm going uh... to. Just, just, just say one. Who comes to your mind? The one who comes to my head is Kylo Ren, but I think that's oh, probably nice. wrong. Oh, nice. Nice answer. Probably wrong. He's up there. I believe he's up there. You're going to say Anakin, aren't you? Well, statistically, probably it's Anakin. I I said it's Luke. No. Yeah, it's Luke. Because in The Last Jedi, in The Last Jedi, he... He dies. Yeah, he dies. But, Arely, what did he do? What did he do? He he? force-projected himself onto a planet. So he's not that strong. 
Yeah, but you did something we've never. <laughs> See, this is why I love it. If if you're if you're new to Arley's like commentaries on Star Wars, Arley, you're not a Star Wars fan, really, no, are you? No, and whenever I'm a I say Luke about fan. it, you're a fan of Luke. You go watch the films, and you've watched the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. So last time we were watching the films, or we were we were talking about Star Wars. It was mm. on the lead up to Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Overall, ballpark. How did you feel about Episode Nine? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really I've enjoyed all of the new films. It's um like as you know, I'm not a diehard Star Wars fan by any means, but I've learned a lot through you. Um, but I think what's nice about the new films is. As you said, there are loads of little Easter eggs for the diehard fans. But also, if you're just coming in off the bat watching it, you've never seen a Star Wars film, you'll still enjoy it. Yeah. And I've loved it. I've really enjoyed it. Do you think the quality is there as cinema goes? Yeah, you go absolutely. there, you're like, man. That absolutely. That's the one thing with like people who are new to Star Wars. You can compare it to anything else. That's, Sorry, yeah. No, that's Perfect. it. I, I, I think it is really unique. And I, I was thinking, um, I think I was talking to Lucas the other day, who's our, who's my brother and our brother in. Yeah. right so um i was talking to him the other day he's more into like the marvel stuff and he's always mm, been into that yeah. and he's never really dipped into star wars and he saw some of the latest ones i think it was like rogue rogue one or i don't know which one it was but he he was just blown away by the effects oh, yeah. he went he went like he loves the marvel stuff but he looked at star wars and he was like i can't believe how good this mm. looks like it just and it does it yeah, does look it fantastic in a, it is in a different league really to yeah. a lot of other stuff yeah. but overall do you have a favorite moment from rise of skywalker can you think of anything oh okay not a favourite moment, but a moment that has stuck with me is is also the moment that has irritated me. So you know how I feel about Finn and Ray, okay? I'm just going to say that. Yeah, what do you feel? What so, do you feel okay, about Finn and Ray? Just for everybody who doesn't know, Finn and Ray should have been together, okay? They led us to believe I that agree. through Force Awakens, through, you know, The Last Jedi, and then yep. in The Rise of Skywalker, and there's the moment when, you know, where they're on the, like, quicksand black stuff? Yep. And yep. Finn's like, oh my gosh, uh, Ray, I need to tell you something before uh, before I die or whatever. And then she's like, what are you going to say? Why would they <laughs> say in that? Yeah. If it, she's going to so, end up with Kylo Ren. I was so have you angry. Heard? I went on John Boyega's Instagram after that and all the comments on his page were like, oh my gosh, what were you going to say? What were you going to yeah. say? No, yeah. sorry. So, really what, me. so, you know, since that's come out, you know, J.J. Abrams, who directed Rise yeah. of Skywalker and, and co-wrote it. Yeah. Um, did you know he came out and said what he was about to say? Did he? Yeah. What Do you know it? what it was? It's he, something lame, isn't you've it? Heard about it, the force think. or something. Yeah. He Ooh, said, Oh, no. I think I'm force sensitive. No, like come that. on. You're it's dying. Rubbish. You're flipping on things that. Oh, no, it's rubbish. No, it's not true. I don't believe that for a it's second. Not I and agree. neither does John Boyega. No, for, not for a second. I totally, ridiculous. hands down, agree, right? And I don't force have an Wakens, issue with Kylo Ren. Force Wakens, the seeds are there for Finn and Ray, right? It's, it's, I, I see why people say there is undoubtedly a connection between Kylo and Ray. Right, but I always saw that, well, especially in the last Jedi. I was like, yeah, but that's like a force thing. That's like Absolutely. a that's a spiritual thing, yeah. right? And that's something that by Episode Nine we learn is this mm. fabricated thing by the Force, a Force diet. The Force has given this power mm. to balance everything out, right? Mm. So anyway, 
It was hands down meant to be Finn and Ray, right? One yeah. of one of the first things, and they make it very, very clear, the right? Whole it's way obvious through. in it's obvious in the Force Awakens. Mm. It's obvious in the Last Jedi, mm. and I tell you how it's obvious in the Last Jedi I know what you're gonna say. because Finn wakes up. I know what you're gonna what's get. the first thing he says? Where's Ray? Where's Ray? <laughs> right? And then that leads us to Ray on on Acto, right? And then. And then later on in the film, Ray is with Chewie, like in the Falcon, and their son will send some data back to uh, the Resistance. And find and out how Finn's doing? Exactly. Yeah, I know. Now, now that is hands down, down yeah. right? To, to suggest other stuff, right, is borderline crazy. If you cannot, if you cannot fit, like, pick up on those elements that they've clearly written, because yeah. there are loads of people saying, oh, there was a love triangle and stuff like that. Mm, like, no, there weren't. Nah. No, there wasn't. Nah. It was Finn and Ray. Yeah. And do you know what? With Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> I was talking with Isaac Pevy, yeah, friend yeah. of the podcast, legend, gangster, <laughs> on Saturday, right? Yeah. When we, we were at that oh, barbecue that yeah. wasn't a barbecue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Round that our was friend's fun. house. It was good fun. And I was talking to Isaac there and I told him, we, we were talking about that. And he now is like, yeah, it was definitely written in like that. Right? Oh my and gosh, I was yeah. like, dude, you know what? In episode nine, that moment, I mm. guarantee was meant to be I love you originally. Yeah, of course it was. And they rewrote the ending. Yeah. So, they rewrote the this ending. This is the main thing that gets me passionate in Star Wars. It's just that like if, but I feel like in a way they did it on purpose because they knew it would get people talking. What, the Raylo stuff? Yeah. Because like, to be fair, Ray and Kylo Ren do look great together. But it's just that I had been drip fed the idea of. Well, we all were. A lot of us were. There were a lot of people from the start, admittedly, Mm. were Raylo advocates, right? And that, uh, I get it. I get why you would think that. But I don't think, I don't think it's necessarily a relationship that, it's very Romeo and Juliet, I guess, isn't Mm. it? You know, it's not a, it's it's almost a toxic relationship, right? I mean, it was, yeah. Like until the very last minute. <laughs> until the very last minute, yeah. yeah. And it's almost like I remember um, listening to another Star Wars podcast where they they were wrapping wrapping up stuff, and one of them was a father and has a little girl, mm. and he said, oh, "Does he have a little girl?" Or oh, anyway, he said something along the lines of, and it got me thinking. He was like, "Look, if I had a little girl, I don't know if I'd want her to watch the sequel trilogy and think that sort of relationship is Absolutely. okay." Absolutely, what a fantastic right? point! And I yeah. know I don't want to make Star Warsy because I I do think it's not that deep, but I get it. Right, yeah. I don't want Star Warsy to be too real worldly. Of worldly, course, yeah, right? it's fantasy. It's fantasy, fairy tale, and there is room for that sort of fairy fairy tale mm. um Romeo and Juliet like story mm. but does that belong in a franchise that is for kids right and mm. and adults it's for adults but it is effectively for everyone mm. right and one of the things we we just did a show on it on 1977 one of the reasons George Lucas made Star Wars is because in the 70s it was real depressing the Vietnam <laughs> War was happening now, oh, okay. there was no like there was no optimism. Mm. And he said kids don't have fairy tales nowadays. They yeah. don't have anything to look to. Yeah. Do you feel like episode nine was a good enough ending for that kind of message? There we go. See, and it ends on a cliffhanger. Just as the marketing experts say we should do. There we go. Uh, but no, you can kind of get the vibe there. Arlie comes on. That's my wife's name. If you uh, did 
didn't know that by now. Um, she <laughs> she comes onto the show. And we rock it, man. But sometimes, you know, I'm there. I'm talking about loads of other stuff. It, it's just good fun. It's good fun. Um, and I'm try, I'm going to try and get up to, to come back on another time, man. Yeah, it's always entertaining because, as as we said in the description, to us, well, of course, your your husband, she's royalty to the session. So it's always entertaining to hear uh, you guys getting on the microphone together and just chatting basically and having a laugh as Luke trying to explain Star Wars terminology and things to his bewildered wife who bless her she she certainly does hang on in there and she makes the best brownies I've ever tasted yeah (laughs) that's true I I just I really love her opinions because Mm. she's not so she's not crazy into it and I think that's a refreshing perspective to have on the podcast every now and then, you know, it's, I think it's healthy mm-hmm. if anything, because I was saying to her, you know, we do see this stuff every single day, every single day. So, um, yeah, it's, it was an interesting one to record, man. Loved it. Loved no, it. I, I enjoyed hearing it and I was enjoying you two get together to uh, shoot the galactic breeze. So, um, up next is a snippet from Jibber Jabber with Jabber the HUD, which if the title didn't give away is my solo show, for the month and this is also coming from my august episode uh, where i discussed what i think that the characters from the sequel trilogy not just the main three pretty much all of them are getting up to now that the rise of skywalker is finished so uh let's hear what i thought when you bring me out can you introduce me as jabber they want to wonder Lieutenant Connix, well, she's going to be, she's going to have a hair salon because her hair is boss like her mother's. Uh, again, new regime, but I like to imagine her in a hair salon, obviously socially distant, wearing masks, all those full-on sort of security face visors that they all wear now, which is weird to see, isn't it? You go into certain shops or salons or barbers, and they've got these like full-on riot gear uh, uh, get up on. It's mental to see. Worthwhile, necessary. But it's really odd to see that the bloke behind me, I'm not sure if he's going to cut my hair or just beat me up and take my belongings. Um, in terms of some hair, hair salons, they do beat me up and take my belongings in terms of how much they charge. 18 quid for a man's haircut. Yes, I'm tight. Literally, mine's scissor cut all the way around just so I can sweep it over to the side. That is it. Fairly unadventurous with my hair. But Lieutenant Connix, if you if you can do it and make it all cool with those cinnamon buns, then yeah, let, let, let's go because uh, I don't really want to pay eighteen pounds for a haircut. Maybe that's just the Essex price. I don't know. Back home it was only about fourteen quid, so maybe I'm being murked because I'm in Essex. Uh, that was a detour. Lieutenant Connix, hairdresser. Uh, can you imagine her doing all of the resistance? They wouldn't be called the resistance. They'd be the the ultra new republic, the newer republic. She'd be um she'd be doing all their hair, so she'd be keeping our hero's hair looking fly, and all of the because you I can't imagine them having like a military haircut where they would have like a a buzz cut. I reckon she could have a a future in making everyone look pretty fly. Um, speaking of flying, Poe Dameron, uh, everyone's favourite former spice runner. What on earth is he going to be doing post Rise of Skywalker? Well, he's not going to be going back to spice running. 
I can't imagine. He'd be a uh, he'd have his own garage, wouldn't he? Be ship repairs, po and go, they'd call it. You know, bring your ship in, Poe will fix it up. You know, make some illegal adjustments because things he picked up whilst being as part of the spice runners of Kajimi. Uh, so yeah, Poe's going to be he'll fix your ship. He'll do a good job. He may overcharge you a little bit, but you're going to get the best in the galaxy. Obviously, he's going to be the military leader, whatever form the the new new republic takes or the government. Poe is going to be leading the military arm of that. We saw that. Obviously, we saw that. Yeah, the Force Awakens. He was a captain. Last Last Jedi. Been promoted. Been demoted. Been promoted again. And even Leia was like, you know, follow this geezer. And the Rise of Skywalker. He takes up the command when Leia passes. So Poe is clearly going to be heading up the military arm of the New Republic. I can't imagine him leading the entire thing because I can't see him being a political guy. But he's obviously going to be you know, the military leader. What what form that takes? Who knows? After Return of the Jedi, old Mon Mothma, old Moths, she, to a degree, demilitarized the New Republic because she's like, well... You know, the gov- each government can have their can handle their own military, but we don't need a grand army because, you know, there is no threat in the galaxy. So uh, naive, you might say. So I whether I can't imagine Poe standing for a demi de that's a hard word to say demilitarization of the galaxy, seeing as that once um once the Empire rose from uh the the ashes of the Republic and the Separatists, then the Empire fell. Oh look, demilitarized. Oh look, First Order rose in secret. They would have done that anyway. But had there been a bigger galaxy, a bigger military, maybe they wouldn't have all been blown up on Hosnian Prime. Uh, question is, though, does Zori Bliss play into this? You know, does that little cheeky wink and nod he gave her on um, AJ and Kloss when she told him to sling his hook? You know, was it all a bit of playful fun? Are we going to see some little Zori Dameron babies running around? You know, little little smugglers, little um, little charmers with masks on, possibly. Now that's an interesting thread that they left off, that whether or not it gets resolved. But Poe and Zori, what's going on with that? There's clear tension between them, clear romantic tension, chemistry. You know, the world wants it. Poe or Zoe, would they be called Zoe? I don't know. This whole ship thing goes in my head sometimes. Ship Poe, ship repairs Poe and go. But does Zori? Does he settle down with Zori? Does she become? Does she leave her pirating, spice running ways to take up a more legitimate job now that you know she's not going to she's actually hasn't got a bounty on her head potentially or does she stay in bounty hunting and make some bunts what does the new republic new 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 republic think of bounty hunters all that to take into it could poe be dating or hooked up with a spiced running bounty hunter in this day new new age who knows but that's one of the more interesting ones for me as well uh but i'll mention that in a bit finn big deal big deal our boy finn uh, he's going back to his roots. He's going to own a cleaning company. He loved sanitation. And you could tell in his eyes when Han Solo said, what did you do on the base? And he was like, sanitation. You could tell there was a real passion for, you know, the old mop and cleaning and the, and all that. And the old plunging and the old scrubbing. He loved it. And you could tell that he missed it. He didn't really want to be there with Solo and Chewie. He wanted to be back. in. He's walking through Starkin, I think. Do you know what I mean? That I could smell the latrine, the lavvy. It needs its urinal cubes put in. Or we need to change the bins and all that. He's he's not happy, but you know he did what he needed to do for the galaxy, so he could go back to being a janitor, basically. There you go. So yeah, a bit of fun. Some of the some serious, some 
maybe not quite so. But uh, again, as Luke said, a little vibe of what you're going to get with Jibber Jabber with Jabber the Hud. I enjoy I enjoyed doing that one. It's something I think about as the nerd in me. Soon as soon as Ray said I'm Ray Skywalker, uh, and then just kept staring into the sun. What does she do next? You know what what are the guy what are the guys and girls doing next? So that kind of piqued my interest, and then I thought, well, let's let's have a let's let's have, think. What would they do if I was asking Luke? What would Luke think they do? And then what would they probably do in can? So yeah, jibber jabber this month was all about what are the guys and girls getting up to after Tross. Oh, mate, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's a great idea. And it's the sort of thing, it's the sort of concept and idea you can just bring onto the uh, Patreon shows. Yeah. You know, you've got, you got a little cheeky thought. You know, a lot of the time, us guys are like, yeah, probably not a conversation for right now, but another time. A lot of that like thought process just ends up on our Patreon. It's, it is just so good. So good. No, you know what else is so good? Uh, what uh, the concept of our next snippet you basically just said what podcast is all about sometimes we'll mention something on the show and we'll kind of keep it in the back of our minds like a little paper clip on the back of our brain boxes um and we'll drag that into a podcast and we'll it will um expand upon it or we'll take something topical like an like an event that's happened and we'll uh, expand on it there won't we mate Yes, absolutely. We love it. And uh, on this month's, they're all from this month, aren't they? It's all yeah, this right, month's Patreon. It would turn out. And that, that wasn't necessarily by design, but I think it's what was freshest uh, in our head, most yeah. fresh in our head. Um, so, yeah, this, this month we had a good little chit-chat about like Star Wars, DC fandom, uh, and, and we are in the pub. It's like the first time Matt A-Boy and I are in the pub together in time. So uh, get your ears around this. Hey, we don't say that kind here. Star Wars Sessions. Patreon. Do you know what? I'll put this out here, right? Go on, big boy. How comes Star Wars aren't doing an online celebration? They, left- they had... Up until a few months ago, weeks ago, they had a physical celebration lined uh, up. And that's, I think you've just hit the nail on the head. We were talking, because you were meant to be going, uh, my brother, Patreon, Sean, and yep. a couple of other lads were meant to be going. Yeah. They left it to the, almost to the last minute, not quite, to the 11th hour, but they left it to like the 9th or 10th hour to, to decide whether they were going to do a physical celebration. I don't think they left themselves with enough time to come up with something adequate, because they could have easily done that's something true. like they did... With um, what was that? When when at Comic Con at home, they did the publishing panel, which was fine. But that ah. it, it was literally it was guys in their front room. We which, have like barely reported on that, right? Because there's nothing to there's basically nothing come to out talk of it. About, yeah. And it was what I'd expected. It was the authors in their front room or their studies talking about their projects in the most basic way possible because they can't give anything away. Yeah. I just don't think they left themselves enough time to adequately plan it. Comic Con at home left themselves enough time, and even then, the content was. Bear, it was vanilla. Yeah. So celebrate. Yep. Maybe this is, maybe this is like a, a, a looking through, a looking through the looking glass here. That maybe they just didn't have enough content to give us that celebration that we all wanted. Yeah. And I'm not saying that what we've got wouldn't have been great, but we've even said what could they? And I'd love to hear from you guys out there. What would celebration have had? We don't need to have the doors blown up, but what would have? Would it have been like a, a kind of like a B level where it was TV? games and comic books and books 
or do you think we would have got a big announcement about the films? Because we're not hearing anything yet, but I do believe, like Adrian said and others have said, I think Lucasfilm have now thought, you know what, we can use this to our advantage. But I do, also, on your point, they didn't, they didn't leave themselves enough time to do it. No. And I'd rather them not do it point. than do a bad job of it. That is... That's actually answered my question, to be honest, because well, that's, something, that's something that I didn't think of. Maybe, maybe, DC, <laughs> maybe DC just like saw you know, what was coming a bit sooner and said, you know what, we haven't got a big event coming up that's ours, we were going to jump and on And it the... wasn't live, don't forget. Yeah, that's true. It's it all pre-recorded. Right, so they had yeah. plenty of time to get this done. I would have liked it to be live, but, you know, just for that kind of like off-the-cuff feeling, like the reactions would be like, wow. But... To be honest, like I said, the way his handle was professionally done, I would, I would have loved to have seen a celebration, even if it was only for those who paid for a ticket yeah. or something, and yeah. then and then yeah. a few days later, something, the maybe. rest of the world yeah. get it or something. Yeah. I would I have still loved that. Think, I still think Friday was going to be Mandalorian panel, yeah? Mm. Not confirmed. Not yeah, confirmed. But but that's the day I was going. I was going on a Friday. I weren't going for the whole weekend. You would have wanted it to be Friday. And it was going to be on a Friday, I'm telling you, yeah. But that's usually just going from the previous celebrations. Rogue One. Yep. Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. And I've done that in totally the wrong order. Still, but, don't matter. On, on, Friday, is, Friday is D-Day. Yeah, yeah. I remember Friday's the last Jedi trailer dropping on a Friday. And that's always the day you want to get a trailer out. You want to get a trailer out on a... On a, on a busy working day where office buzzes around, people you click. Just want, you just want to kick off your convention in style. For sure. You don't want to then have everything else to be a bit like of an anti-climax. Exactly. But you need to exactly. kick it off. And you need to get people talking about it. Exactly. Precisely. Yep. Mando was going to be on the Friday, hands down. Do you know what? I'm going to call it right now, mate. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Mando trailer's still coming out on the Friday. So by the time you guys are listening to it... It so may or may not be out. It may or may not be out. Because it comes out... What, is it October Crap, November? This Friday... It might be. If it, I can't. I, I always get confused with a uh, man that was October on. It was November last year, wasn't it? I think it could be this Friday. So we've only got two and a half months until the season two premieres. Which I will tell you down right now, my friend. That is awesome. Just think, we're getting Mando season two. I know in that two makes two and a half months, mate. That, that makes, makes this the whole crappy year a lot better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, baby, oh, yeah. coming back. Uh, it's good to be back in a pub, ain't it? It is. It's good to hear the, like, the uh, I can't the believe that, like, literally, we came here a lot. I came here, like, I I, I finished work at quarter to five. I <laughs> shut my laptop down <laughs> and I walked out. Room. And literally, the pub is uh, rammed, right? The, for a social distance. Yeah, and we are socially di- Me and we Luke are, are, we are, we are social. And there are, there's nobody within, like, two metres of us, at least, so. Yeah, everyone else. Very clever it's, about it's, that. It's, it's all in, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's busy, right? It's, but it's still it busy, though. Life. It's busier than I thought it'd be, dude. It feels Honestly. good. It feels good. Um, it feels good to get out. We're having two London prides, aren't we? Yes, we are, mate. They are depressingly low now in terms of how much is in yeah, the Yeah, I, I was going to say, did you want another drink? Okay, I'll have another pride. I'll have another pride. At least, what you can't see is Blyla oh. Ren is as next that beer like it was about three shots as soon as as soon as I knew like right we're on to the next pint I was like right He's down off. that onto the next one I can taste the pint and as you just heard at the end there Luke Bly did did double neck his pint just so he can go and get more beer yes I did mate I did I, it was only a pint and a half it weren't that filth because I know you were driving yes I was yeah. 
but we did spread it. We, you know, we were there for a little bit. It was just such a good vibe to be in an actual pub, having a laugh. There were people around. And do you know what? Shout out to the Beehive in Basildon. Mm-hmm. They did a real good, like, sat up on your social distancing and yeah, stuff. Man. You know, you went to the front. You know, there were bits for you to stand on and that. And then you, you order your pints and they bring it to your table. I mean, come on, guys. Come it, on. The Beehive of Scum and Villainy. It is superb. And um, like Lukey Boy said, it's a chance to get together. Luke, Luke is my co-host, but uh, first and foremost, he's my friend. It's nice to go and hang out, have a pint, talk about talk about stuff, and then get onto the galactic breeze after that. And, um, mate, I love doing a cheeky podcast every, every month. And I think, um, and again, I'm biased because we're on the show, but I think you can really tell. You know, we're in like we we have a, we have a laugh on the main show, but obviously on a podcast, it's looser as we call it. It's loosey goosey. It's fr- fancy free. You can tell that you know we're just a couple of guys in the pub, literally just having a chat about Star Wars, and you can get that vibe every month. I think. Yeah, absolutely, and I think a lot of our current patrons will uh, will 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 say that you know it really comes off in that show. So I'm really proud of the podcasts show it's it's really spicy and you know we are slowly but surely touring the pubs of britain doing it you know we've been to a pub in chompsford we've been to a few in london yeah. we've been to uh our usual near our old workplaces you know because offices you know what are they yeah, um exactly there, there was a regular that we'd go to in in basden in a different part of basden that was actually more of a bar than a pub mm-hmm. um, but hey pop. It was literally the building next to Matt's building. Yeah, that's right. It's literally next door, and you can go there and get a uh, a pint. Do you know what I mean? So, hey, listen, we're in the UK. It's a pub, um, but it is. It's just all. It's all filth, mate. I'm. I'm just. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. That's right, mate. And um, so that's that's what that's our Patreon tasters, guys. A little bit of tapas for you to uh, get your laughing gears around. So um, before we wrap up that segment, then, Lukey boy. The journal. We've just heard the one with uh, yourself and your wife, Arely. What kind of what? What other kind of aromat are you sprinkling? And what's the kind of taste of the other episodes that are available? Yes, mate. That's a good question. So, in my other shows, we've gone over quite a few uh, topics. I've had a chit chat with uh, my brother and Glava, good friends of the podcast, where we were we went to a few geek shops uh, and we talk about Star Wars Squadrons. So we were just a couple of lads all together on that day. It was great. I've had a chit chat on my Jack Jones about the strongest force user mm. i've chatted about dr afra and that comic series which is pretty pretty spicy i talk about the 2003 clone wars series and how that affected me especially growing up with that series it's pretty spicy star wars tabletop gaming and all of that spicy stuff fan influence in star wars is it too much sometimes that was a proper good topic i enjoyed that and plenty more matty boy what about you um i like to spend a bit of time going into you know my favorite thing going into the canon the expanded stuff um so i've got things like the the my top moments in the expanded canon so my favorite moments from the from the books and from the from the comics um i i spoke about the high republic you know what happens if it doesn't do well at all um the aftermath trilogy um, I've spoken about Jedi Fallen Order and why I love that game so much. I went through the the Rise of Skywalker visual dictionary and pulled out as many Easter eggs as I could find. And um, yeah, so I use it as my space to kind of nerd out about the canon and also about the films as well. There was a I put out a case of you know why Attack of the Clones isn't really that bad. However, when we do our commentary for 
the uh, Patreon. We'll see how much of that gets put into practice, but it was more story based. But there's a lot of canon stuff on there from me. I like to mind that. And, and, and in podcasts, it's kind of like a, it's like a free fall, isn't it, mate? The very first one was all about yeah. how much we thought the Rise of Skywalker was going to make. And we did oh, um, yeah. Triple Force we did that Friday. On the, train. on the way to London to pick up the, the scripts, wasn't it, for the for, for Star Wars, wasn't it? The 76 script. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We yeah. did a Triple oh, Force Friday when we went, we went really excited to Lakeside to look at the Triple Force Friday time. And there's nothing there. Flipping nasty. Um, That's raw emotion, that one. That is raw emotion. And well, we also did a really good podcast in uh, a pub in Leicester Square, just off Leicester Square in London, when we went up and tried to sneak into the uh, Star Wars Episode Nine premiere. We so that was great. We were so, we were like a paper's width away from getting in. You can hear Luke talk about naff beer. Um, we speak about breakfast bars, um, Disney Plus, Curry, we spoke, uh, Star Wars Squadron, the, the Bad Batch. What do we think about that? Um, and other things as well. So, it's, like I say, it's, it's loose. Sometimes we will we'll go in with an idea. Other, other times we'll start chatting and then, you know, we'll start, as we do, we'll just start bouncing around different things like Boba Fett toys and what you can do with them. So, we podcast is very loosey goosey, but we're very proud of that. And every show, and if you do sign up, guys, then uh, we certainly do hope you you enjoy the shows. And if you do, let us know what you think. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And if you want to sign up for this naughty Patreon malarkey, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. And as we say in our infamous rap. $2 a month, guys. Less than a cup of coffee. Come on. Think of how much money you spend on tats that you don't need. Yeah? <laughs> Just think about it. I do it. I do it. I bought, like, I, like a couple of weeks ago, I bought a couple noodles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like ones you just chuck in the uh, in the saucepan. That's or right. Like whatever, like the wok. Flipping hell. I haven't even used them. They've gone off. I could no. have put that money but t- toward a Patreon. Yeah, be honest with yourself. Do I do that? Yeah. Okay, then. Do you know what? Put it towards your two favorite Star Wars content creators. Oh, mate, you're laughing. You're laughing. There's so much spice. And it would mean a lot to us. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, guys, to to everyone who has supported so far. It's it's meant we can get microphones. You know, we use a software that improves audio quality. It means we can edit our shows better. You guys are really the cornerstone of that. So thank you. But that is not the only spicy content we got for our main discussion today. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have a very naughty interview with none other than Jake Tracy. You guys might know Jake Tracy from Instagram because his post has recently gone viral. Isn't that right, Mabel? <laughs> it has. It's a, it's a post that um, I'd seen and Lukey Boy saw and leapt upon and... What a great idea this is. So uh, should we let um, Jakey Boy tell us what it is? Let's do it, mate. Now, we've had some we've had some guests on this show before with some decent stories. You know, they've been in the films. Oh, they've, you know, they've directed a few things. All good. Tonight, though, we've got a lad on who's got probably the best story of them all. It's a personal story. You may or may not have seen this post floating around on Instagram. But we're joined by a chap called Jake Tracy, who has been set a challenge or he, by his wife. I'll let Jake explain it. But first, before we get into that, Jake from Guam, how on earth are you, mate? And thank you so much for coming on. 
Man, I'm doing so good. It's pretty awesome to be here. Honestly, I never expected to, like, in my life that a, a post would get me this far. <laughs> well, to be honest, mate, I never expected to see a post on Instagram saying uh, my wife agreed to name our first daughter Ahsoka if this post gets a million likes. To be honest, I think it was just a normal midweek day, and I saw this post, and I was like, flipping hell, this is getting some traction. I looked on your account. You had, like, 200 followers or something. Yeah. And – at that point, it was well over like 10,000 likes. But we want to get to know the Jake Tracy. We want to get to know the, the story behind this post and a bit more. Because why not? Because this is, this is an amazing story. But Jake, you're, you're originally from the US, right? The continental US somewhere, yeah? Right, yep. Yeah. And you're pretty much in um, modern day, um, what's it? Um, Scarif. Scarif. Thank you. I said it on a phone call with Matt earlier. I was like, he's in Guam, which is pretty much like Scarif, but in real life. Um, and it's a pleasure to have you on, mate. So Thank Star you. Wars, Ahsoka, the name. Why, mm. why Ahsoka? And why were you willing, why are you willing to name your first daughter after such a pivotal female character in Star Wars? So I started watching The Clone Wars probably about two years ago. And Ahsoka came off the, the ship and introduced herself. And I was like, all right, you know. Female, female role in Star Wars, you don't see that too much other than Leia and, and Rey. Mm. So then uh, after so many seasons, I realized what an awesome character she is and what a role model, you know, she could be to, to females. So I, uh, after, after finishing the whole show and seeing how, like, what a character she is, I was like, man, that would be awesome if my wife agreed to name her Ahsoka. <laughs> who, came up, who came up with a million likes target? Was that your wife saying, yeah, fine, but you got to get a million? Or did you set the target? I, unfortunately, I said, if I set it to 100,000, I think it'd be a lot easier. But <laughs> yeah. Let's have a look. You're, well, currently, as of recording now on a Friday afternoon or Friday evening in Guam, Scarif, you're on over 64,000 likes. And the post has been up for about a week or so. So let's get that. So obviously we're going to aim to get that pushed up for you, mate, because we want we want uh, Ahsoka Tracy. <laughs> it's going to happen, awesome. mate. That would be awesome. It's going to happen, mate. Hands down. And what did you think? Because Clone Wars started like a while ago, right? You know, like 2007, 2008. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. And we've obviously now ha just had the, f the, the final season yeah, released on Disney Plus. I, I'm assuming you've watched it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I finished it like two, three months ago. Yeah, what what did you think of it? Oh, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> that was the seventh season had to be like probably my favorite. Really, out of all of them? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, nice. 
That is incredible, mate. That is incredible. And do you think, because I, I, I think it's interesting what, how you started out that conversation earlier, mate, about like Ahsoka. You don't see many females on in, in the Star Wars universe and mm-hmm. whatnot. And it's interesting because when Ahsoka first came onto the scene, so to speak, yeah, she wasn't exactly loved. And a lot of people were confused that Anakin had a Padawan and whatnot. And, you know, if you were just used to the theatrical films, you, you know, I'd actually understand understand that a little bit um but now we've had all of the seasons of clone wars we've seen this character go from kind of like a really i mean hate is probably a strong word but maybe a disliked annoying character to to literally becoming one of the most admired characters it doesn't matter like you know if they're male or female or anything like that but like ahsoka has become such a fan favorite among so many people right there there has clearly been a character development there why and and this obviously comes down to personal preference but how come the name ahsoka um appeals to you more than say ray tracy right um, Jin Tracy, Leia Tracy. Why? Why did you pick Ahsoka over all the others? Oh man, uh, Ray more than Ray. I mean, I watched I watched the new trilogy, and I was not a big fan of Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably the big reason why I didn't say Ray. That's fair enough. Um, no reason for Leia. I mean, it didn't just. It was nothing that drew me to Leia. Um, and I think it was like, because Anakin is probably, probably my favorite Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so the female version of him really, I guess is what drew me to her. Mm. Um, because I mean, you got Ahsoka who was basically, basically trained by Darth Vader himself. <laughs> That's um, true. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, I don't think you could get any better female-wise. That is a good answer. But I like the rationing as well. It wasn't just... It, I know lots of people, I, I have kids as well, but it, a lot of people, have, they choose to baby name because it sounds pretty cool. I like your rationale behind it that, yeah, it's a cool name, but it's what it represents. It's not just, oh, you know, she's a cool character from a film slash TV saga I love. It's what she represents, like the empowerment, the strong female character, uh, and all that good stuff. So I like the fact that I appreciate that. I admire that as well, that behind the name, there's there's a story. It wasn't just, well, do you know what? I liked her from a cartoon. There's more to it. So um, that's a right. great shout, mate, for why you're picking the name the name of Ahsoka. Um, I've got to ask you, how long have you been a fan of Star Wars 4 in general? Oh, man. How long have I been a fan of Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, that's... Quite a while. I mean, I remember in 2002 pretending to be a Jedi in recess during school. Oh, Luke knows about that. So 18, 19 years, 20 years even. Most of your life then. Because you've you've got stories like that as well, haven't you, Luke, of being a a little lad and uh, picking up sticks and pretending to have lightsabers as well. that is pretty much that is pretty much my life you know i don't remember i don't remember some years or some some months or weeks where i didn't do something star warsy i'd say my biggest dark time was when i thought i was too cool for star wars when i was in senior school but i think that's when like star wars was just it was hard to find star wars content especially for like my age mm-hmm. um 
and for what I was doing at the time. I was more interested in video games, to be honest. Um, but as as I like, you know, left school and whatnot, and I started working and things, it, you know, it crept back. It really just it manages to claw its way back into your little brain, doesn't it? And you're just you're just enchanted by this galaxy far, far away. And listen, I, I just want to—I just want to elaborate on the uh, on the on the sequel thing, yeah, because it always comes back to the sequels nowadays, right? We all no. we all love having a chit chat about this new stuff, um, because clearly, right, even with even with like Dave Filoni, with the Clone Wars, and with the Mandalorian and other content, right. Um, Star Wars is capable of writing good characters again, like doesn't matter if they're male or, f- or female. Right. But right. we had, um, Jake, a-, a chat a few weeks ago where I, I felt like they were, they didn't write Ray quite as well as they could have. Right. Because it felt to me like they were scared to use her because she was the first big Star Wars female lead right and that's and that's the thing would would you say that ahsoka is a better written character in general to ray and that's why you gravitate more toward her i think so because we get to see more of her more seasons more time on the screen uh, more character development i think because yeah i think like i feel like ahsoka obviously doesn't know it all in the beginning and neither does ray (laughs) but uh Ahsoka learns a lot more through the time being Anakin's Padawan. And uh, Rey just kind of, like, she picks it up, like, really quick. Like, more quick than she should have. Yeah, I understand. I I understand that line of thinking, you know. I think there are reasons for that. I feel like the Force chose her. And and Matt and I have literally, we have done, like, an hour's worth of chit-chatting on this. And, and you know, over the course of the last few months, many, many hours of talking about this sort of thing. Because I see your point, and I I somewhat agree with it. But I do think she is, she was chosen, or and, and she's one half of a dyad with with kylo who has that mm-hmm. skywalker that mighty skywalker blood but you know was it was it explained well enough well you know that's down to the viewer you know um but mate i i think that's i think that is a quality quality shout now getting back to this challenge that that really caught our eye and caught a lot of people's eyes right um a million likes to ahsoka you, your your other half um has she ever thought, oh man, th- this post it is it is gaining traction? Like I'm getting a bit worried here. Like what what's her perspective? I'm I'm fascinated by her perspective on it. My wife, uh, man, she <laughs> yeah, so. spoken like a true man. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, for a while. Uh, so after the Clone Wars, I was like, hey. Hey babe, I think we should name our our first daughter Ahsoka. <laughs> she was like, she's like, no. She's like, no, that's not going to happen. I was like, come on, you know, she's she's pretty awesome, you know. What what a person to name our daughter after? Like that's someone you can look up to, you know. And she was still no, it's not going to happen. No way. So I said, okay, fine. All right, we won't name our daughter Ahsoka. And then. The series continued, and so did I. Like, babe, you know who's you know what's a great name for a daughter? She's like, we're not naming her Ahsoka. I was like, all right, no, fine, okay. And 
it just continued. It continued and continued. I was like, babe, Ahsoka is a fantastic name. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. All right, cool. So just, what is it, a week? A week ago now? I was like, babe, you look like <laughs> you look like someone who would name your daughter Ahsoka. She's <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? I don't know. I was like, so what if I get what if I get a certain amount of likes on Instagram on a post? I was like, would you be willing to? She's like, fine. And I got super excited. Wow. I was like, wait, really? I was like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. I was like, if you, I was like, if I get, I don't know, a million, and really, I should have said like a hundred thousand. Yeah, a million is a lot. So yeah, I was like, if yes. I get a million likes, uh, would you be willing? She's like. Sure. If you get a million likes, we'll name our daughter Ahsoka. Is your wife a fan of the saga series? She does like Star Wars, right? She does like Star Wars, but she's never actually seen the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I know. I, sh- I mean, she keeps telling me she's going to, but time's, time's that, ticking. We've got a cool, call your daughter like Clone Commander Rex or something. Ahsoka's probably a bit of a better alternative. Look, right. look, Jake. Absolutely. Here's what Jake. Here's what you're gonna do, mate. Yeah, you're gonna get your missus. You're gonna lock her in a room with a telly, with Disney Plus. Yeah, you're gonna mm-hmm. lock her in, throw away the key, and be like, "Look, watch seasons one to seven of Clone Wars." Yeah, you have until Thursday. <laughs> do it, and then if she, if she doesn't want to name your daughter Ahsoka by then, then I don't know, mate. I don't know. I think you should just come up with some crazier options. Yeah, right. Be like, I want to, I want to name her like what Elon Musk named his um Litlin. Just be like, I want to give her like loads of numbers of an as a name, and then you look, your your wife's gonna go, what, what, why it's this, and then you go, and then Ahsoka's gonna be looking real good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. I agree with yeah. you. That is the strategy, but surely she must look at this. I mean, at the moment, guys, on Instagram, J Tracy one on Instagram, go look at this post. Right, it has sixty four thousand and fifty two likes on a post. And I can't believe the support that you have got through like, on on this, mate. In, in fact, just as we've been speaking, you've got another three likes. That must that must be us. Of course, isn't it? Um, it? It's the force. It's the force. But seriously, has she not looked at that and gone, okay, 64,000 people kind of agree with uh, my husband here. Um, maybe, maybe he's got a point. Uh, so when... When I first, when it first started picking up, okay, I, I posted it and she was like, wow, you really did it. And I was like, yeah, I told you I was, I was going to post it and she didn't believe it. Um, so probably when, within the first two hours, it got, I don't know, 20, 30 likes. And a couple of my friends messaged me and was like, man, this is so awesome. I would I'll make a million, a million uh, profiles just to get this, <laughs> get this done. I'm like, that's what, what a true friend, you know. So it's gonna happen, mate. It's yeah. gonna happen, and if we can help in any way, it's going to happen. Everyone who listens to the show, because we know we got a lot of ghosts that listen to us, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. We got a lot of people that listen who don't necessarily, necessarily interact with us. Mm-hmm. That is. Fine. I do that with podcasts, but guys, listen. Yeah? Whip up your phone, iPhone, Samsung, whatever. Yeah? Jay Tracy01 on Instagram. 
and go to his post. It's it's a it's a picture of Jake holding a sign saying, "My wife agreed to name our first daughter Ahsoka." If this post gets a million likes, let's get him to a million, guys. That's it. Let's on. get him to a million. Matty boy, have you got any other questions or thoughts before we close out? Well, I am honoured that you'd call her, your daughter Ahsoka Matt Luke Tracy. The fact that you'd incorporate our names in there as well, we appreciate that, mate. Um, I just wanted to know, obviously, you, you're, you're in Guam. You're stationed in Guam, but you're originally from, you know, mainland United States. What, what are you doing over there in Guam? Uh, I am on deployment with the United States Navy. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah. That is... That's so interesting, man. And your time zone is crazy. Like we, I know we've been messaging for a few days, and we're trying to hunt you down. I was like, man, this guy's like going to bed, and it's like midday here. Um, but mate, honestly, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. You know, you're you're the literally like the other side of the world to us. Mm. And out of all the people we were saying earlier, out of all the people to come online and talk to about this, you've come to two British guys who want to talk to you about your amazing project. Let's get him to a million likes, people. JTracy01 on Instagram. Let's do it. Do it. Jakey boy, before you go, before you go, mate, I've got to, we've got we've got to let you have the last word here. What would it mean to you to get even anywhere near this target and have your daughter named Ahsoka, what would it mean to, if this all comes true? Oh man, if this, if this came true, uh, I'd probably tell my wife and like, you know, anything is possible if, uh, if, if you got the support, I guess really, because honestly, without like all the people liking it, I mean, it would, it wouldn't even have gotten this far, you know? So, pretty awesome. That's it. Well, Jake is saying do it. I'm saying do it. Luke, you saying it too? Mate, I'm saying do it. Hi, I'm Ken Absock, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. <laughs> Jake, Tracy, what a king! What an absolute gangster Jake is. Thanks again for coming on the show, Jakey boy. You absolute legend. And uh, we had some good we had some good chit-chat there, you know, kids' names. In fact, it kind of influenced our next bit of the a podcast. Isn't that right, Matty boy? Yes, do yes, it does. Go and check out Jake's post. Like it, share it, get him to a million. Do it for us. Do it for Jake. And Wow, what's that over there? Through the dust, I can see how glorious does that look. The Bantina. For for your post, Jake, we'll drink to that. Let's dive in, mate. It's the pub. Let's do it. You're you're so beefy, you could be you could be in the Marines with those muscles, mate. Um the Bantina, for those new to the show, what we usually do is we ask you guys to uh, contribute to our main discussion, give your thoughts or your opinions on it. But this week we ask you legends out there whether you've got any younglings or Padawans named after characters from the galaxy far, far away, or if not, what would you call them if the better half allowed it? Wow, yes. And we got some really, really spicy responses. So to kick us off in this spicy bantina, uh, we got Maria from Sisters with Sabres, whose daughter is called Ahsoka. I mean, there we go, Jake. If someone else has done it, if Maria's done it, you can do it too. Justin 
named his daughter Callister from the Legends books. Emily Bonner's cousin named their son Lucas Walker, a play on Luke Skywalker. And Dimsky from Belgium, the king, the patron, the lad, named his daughter Leah Rose. Leia is spelled differently due to the French-Dutch pronunciation. So it's basically Leia, but in his native Belgium. Absolutely love it. What a king. The Belgian bond. Uh, our new patron, Shane, he named his second child Ezra. Uh, uh, Mathilde Backlund, the Swedish Jedi, was desperate to name her daughter Leia. But the husband put the blockers on that one. Uh, Jez and Burnt, they both wanted to name their twins Luke and Leia, but also had no joy. Captain Peanut, well, he wants Sheev. Do it. Make the sacrifice. Uh, le- local legend, 27th Bacon. Heard of her. She says Jabba. I agree. And Jesse Hicks said, no names, but my daughter was born on May the 4th. Ah, what a spicy day to be born on. Ant has cats named Wicket and Ezra. Harley has a cat named Padme. And Luke Summerfield, the man, the myth, the legend, the Welsh Spiceman, has a cat also named Ezra. A koi named Ahsoka and a goldfish named Chewy. Can you do your best Chewy impression? <laughs> That's incredible. I can't. My again, my voice doesn't go that deep, so I can't do it. But um, that's a sweet selection of names. And um, Hudson's secret there: if if my daughter had been a son, he would have been named Ezra. But the um, what the what the boss didn't know was it was a Star Wars character. I did though. Um, and uh, my daughter was born in you know just just after May the fourth. But I was holding out hope that she'd come a, f- a few days early and be born on May the fourth. However, she didn't. But I can't complain because she's wonderful. Oh, that is lovely, mate. That is lovely. So let's say, let's say you get a pet in a few years' time and you get to name it a Star Wars name. What are you naming them? Oh, um. Frederick. Uh, um, <laughs> depends. Imagine, <laughs> imagine calling your dog Snoke or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, a cat called Hux. Um, oh. Or a John. F- <laughs> or we can call a fish. What can we call a fish? Uh, trying to think. Finn? Finn! Fishes have fins. Finn. Yeah. I like it, what about man. you, mate? Uh, probably uh, General Grievous. <laughs> and be a cat. General Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Pongkrell. This is Pongkrell. Yeah, I like it, mate. Clone Commander Bly. Yeah, that's it, man. That Rocky. is it. Oh, what a king, what a king. So that transitions us beautifully into the next spicy segment of the Budabut Bantina. And that is the Patreon questions. Isn't that right, mate, boy? It is indeed. We've, do, we've, we've just done a Patreon show, basically. So uh, we do have a Patreon question. We've got uh, one more, last one for this month. And it's from uh, somebody who always drops the spice. Not illegally, like Khan Solo. He brings it. Yes, absolutely. It's Matthew Bell, and his question is a spicy one. Let's hear it. It says, uh, Jamie Dew's recent and brilliant adaptation of the Jewel of the Fate script has highlighted how wildly different a vision of a story one writer can have to another. What writers would you like to see bring their storytelling talents to the galaxy far, far away? Personally, I love the idea of Charlie Kaufman's Star Wars of some description. His abstract and surreal style could be used to create a deep and thought-provoking take on the 
force? What a fantastic question. Matty Boy, what is your answer to this brilliance? Well, Charlie Kaufman would be mind-bending. He uh, did things like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and things like that. Uh, that would be an incredible uh, talent to have on board. Um, I, I got a couple. Chris, I like Christopher McQuarrie. He did the Mission Impossible films. Uh, he also did The Usual Suspects and won the Academy Award for that But because uh, he's a fantastic writer. But he's came out what, a year, 18 months ago and said he would never do a Star Wars film because he doesn't like the fans, basically, because the fan reaction... Because fans don't like Star Wars, he said. This fan base doesn't like their own stuff. I don't want to be involved in all that. Count me out. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, who did The West Wing, The Newsroom, The Social Network, A Few Good Men, Molly's Game. One of the most solid, one of the best writers of dialogue in Hollywood. Politics in Star Wars. Get Sorkin on board because it's going to be wordy. It's going to be big chunks of words but they're going to be brilliant big chunks of words. Otherwise, get Spike Lee on. Doesn't mince his words or opinions, and he'd, he'd open up some of the issues of the galaxy. But, um, Ren, what about yourself? Oh, mate. Do you know what? I was thoroughly impressed with this um, question. Yeah. And it, 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 honestly, it really got me thinking about it. Um, it. For me, there's a lot of candidates who'd be great. There's a lot of candidates who would be great. But I really wanted to feel like who would be the right fit. Do I think it's realistic? Well, that's a different question. Mm. Um, My first answer is actually Peter Jackson. Um, With the time and the place and the scope, yeah. I just think he has the ability to tell a story that is a big fantasy huge world onto a screen i think he has that ability he did it with the lord of the rings and i think the lord of the rings trilogy is one of the best trilogies in film ever Mm -hmm. um the the hobbit not not quite there but you know there's a lot of politics there's a a lot of reasons behind that i think yeah there's prequel syndrome they they basically stretched out a small book into three films um, and it was a children's book, yeah. It, I mean, it was. It's just a whole different. And there's lots of other reasons too. There's lots of other reasons too. Um, but he has he has that talent. He he definitely has that talent. Um, another one. It might seem obvious to others. I'm I'm quite a fan of him. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I think he could make something absolutely magical in the Star Wars universe. And that's Christopher Nolan. Um, <laughs> right everything Dunkirk Interstellar you know he helped up the story on Man of Steel mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. coincidentally I actually watched it last night um, oh, really? and I didn't I didn't think it was as bad as like what people have made it out to be in, in fact I really enjoyed it Man, Man of Steel, Steel is an underrated comic book film it is hands down like some of these Marvel films and even DC films that smashed like Aquaman what <laughs> I watched that and I was like how the hell is this a billion dollar film I did well I, we all know why. It's because of absolutely stunning Beefcake, who we saw at Comic-Con, isn't it? That's um, it, Luke Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> Man like Jason. He's an absolute king. Uh, and obviously the Batman trilogy. Uh, yeah, and, and, and lots of other things. I think Christopher Nolan could do something very intelligent, very clever, and bring something new to the franchise those are my two obvious names that, that come to my head bear in mind i am not a film geek like how matty boy is matty boy knows his films uh so there we go there's my answer matthew but a brilliant brilliant question mate thank you oh, fantastic question again going outside the box slightly as well also if you want to chuck one in imagine guillermo del toro playing around in this sandbox that would mm. be wild so um 
Matthew, thank you for great name again. I say that, but wonderful name, Matthew. Uh, thank you for the question. And if you want to, if you want to sign up for the Patreon and get a question, it's a three dollar tier to be able to submit a question every month. And as again, website patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. And uh, if you want to check out our Discord, Lukey Boy, what's the deets for that? If you want to join our cheeky Discord server, DM us on socials and we'll ping you the link and you can join it. It's like a big, happy, positive Star Wars group chat and it's lovely. So, uh, yeah, join us. Yep, join us. And Barkeep, sorry about the mess. So we leave the Bantina once again. So thank you all for your contributions this week. And we'll be back and have a drink with you this time next week. the Star Wars Sessions game! Yes, that's it, you spicy lot. You heard it. You know the theme tune. It's the Star Wars Sessions weekly game. Every week we have a spicy game to round off our episodes. And this week it is my turn to host. Matty Boy, are you ready for this week's game? Sharp intake of breath. What on earth has Blilo Ren got for me this week? Mate, it is an absolute spicy one. Well, I, in fact, I was kind of inspired by uh, last week's episode all about lightsabers. Okay. Um, this this week's episode is all about lightsaber colours. What was their lightsaber colour? So I'm going to name a Jedi or Force user or someone who uses lightsabers. <laughs> I'm going to Asha. What was their lightsaber colour? Right. I've got now. I'm now getting all the colours in my head now. So I'm ready, I think. Mate, you better. You better, right? In fact, hang on, let me get my paper out. I'm going to mark these because <laughs> usually I don't do that. But this time I, f- I feel like, you know what, Matty Boy's going to have a good chance at this. Come on. I'm and ready. Uh, let's see. Let's see how he does. All right. Okay. So, Matty Boy, are you ready for the first question? That's a yes. Play along at home, guys. This is going to be proper, proper naughty. Okay, first one. Ayla Secura from the prequels. What was her lightsaber color? Um, uh, Ayla Secura was blue. Dabba dee, dabba die. So I'm going to say she's got a blue lightsaber. That is right. Well done, Matty boy. Best podcast. <laughs> uh, right. Excellent. Next one. What about our boy, Kiadimundi? Um, I'm just trying to think of the moment where he got slaughtered in that glorious massacre you love, Order oh. 66, um, on Cato Blimoidia. Um, going blue again. And that would be right, naughty boy. I'm telling you guys, he's going to smash it. He is absolutely going to smash oh. it. I can feel it already. Oh, 100%. I want 100%. All right, okay. What about Jedi Master Shaq T? Uh, well, she had a plenty of blue ones going through her back. Um, <laughs> Shaq T. I'm not sure. I, I'm trying to think when we saw her with her lightsaber. Uh, Shaq mm. T. I don't know this one, actually, so I'm going to have a punt at green. My friend, that is your first failure oh. of this test. It is blue. 
failure. I'm sorry to say. Whatever he says. Shaq T. Yeah, she's too busy getting uh, lightsabered. Too busy getting killed. So much in in Revenge of the Sith. George <sighs> Lucas just had a thing. Oh, get, kill her. Kill her off. I don't like her. Again. Um, <laughs> yeah, in Clone Wars, we see Shaq T use her lightsaber. Right. Um, right. W- all right. Okay. What about our boy, our legend, the master of spice, Jedi Master Plo Koon? Plo Koon. Um, mm. When he's not getting shot in his ship. He is using... I'm going green for Plo as well. That's wrong. He had a blue lightsaber, my friend. 50%. What is going on? Oh, mate. What is going Worst on? Worst podcast. Worst podcast. Matt's not good at this. <laughs> no, right. We're at 50%. Everyone's got blue. It's, it's the prequels, bro. It's Clone Wars. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. It's so hard. It is so hard. It's it's not good, mate. It's not good. No, honestly, that was a hard one. That was the one where I was like, I, I was sure he had a green lightsaber. It's not until I looked it up. I was like, oh, what? He's got a flipping blue lightsaber. Everyone's got blue. Trying to think of the times we saw them with their lightsabers. And um, yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember seeing Shakti in, in like whatever episode it was of the Clone Wars, whatever, 600 episodes. I know, I know. There's so there's so many. Um, all right, okay. So what about Jedi Master Kit Fisto? Fisto. Oh, I'm tempted to say blue because everyone's got blue. Fisto mm. was, was green-skinned and he got, well, he was cool until Palps <laughs> murked him. I'm going green. It's right. He's back at it, people. He is back at it. Best podcast got it right. Kit Fisto had a green lightsaber. Kit Fisto's green uh, of skin, and he's got a and Isla Secura's blue of skin, and their and their lightsabers correspond. Exactly. Exactly. And actually, guys, if you've never noticed this before, Kit Fisto looks completely different in episode two versus episode three. <laughs> know, like, yeah. They completely changed his like proportions and his face. It's um, worth a little Google. Yeah, worth go. a little Google if you've never noticed. Okay, so this one is uh, it's starting to get a little more, uh, how, how, how should I say? Spicy. Spicy. How about this? We've mentioned him already. In this episode, Pong Krell. Oh, Krell. The scourge of the clones. Um, Pong or Pong. <laughs> Pong was one of those geezers who had like eight arms, um, like four arms. So did he have more than one or was it just one I'm going for here? Mm. Oh, he's got a green and blue. Mm. Green and blue, you're saying, yeah? Yep. Okay. For for double points, I'll give you double points here. Tell me the type of lightsabers they were. Type. Mm. Um. Oh, I see. Oh. Um, oh. oh. <laughs> uh, right. The double bladed sabers. He's got the double points, people. It's filth. All aboard the Spice Train. All aboard the Spice Train. Come on, people. Come on, people. Well done, mate. That's a difficult one. That is a difficult one. Nice one, I respect it. I respect it. Okay, for for your next one, it's getting harder, mate. Jedi Master Ima Gun D. Ima Gun D. Oh, uh, I'm going with that. Um, 
Um, because that was spelled, isn't it? I'm going to die. That's spelled. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to. I've got no idea. Uh, um, sorry, someone's got to have purple soon, but I reckon blue for Imgundi. That would be right. I'm going to die was a blue lightsaber. Yeah, you that, know, it's just classic. It's guess. just that Clone Wars, that Clone Wars drip, mate. We love it, don't we? That Clone Wars we sauce. Love it. That is it, mate. That is it, mate. We love it. All right. What about, what about fan favorite, all round Star Wars babe and librarian, Joe Castanew? <laughs> um, Obi-Wan's secret crush. Um, she got slaughtered in the comics, didn't she? <laughs> like a punk. Uh, I'm going to go blue. That would be right, mate. It's another one. It's another one. It, it really is until you do this game. You're like, wow, there's a lot of blue lights. There's an awful lot. Okay. All right. Joe Castor was indeed a blue. All right. We're, we're, we're slowing down here, mate. Okay. We are starting okay. to slow down here majorly. Okay. So what about... Uh, this uh, this is a bit of a funny one, okay? Um, because I really struggled to find this throughout the uh, Star Wars canon. Mm. Um, because base, yeah, I can't really say um, much else. What about Jedi Master Kai Lee? Yeah, it was Kai Lee, <laughs> bro. I I thought the same thing. Yellow poker, um, Kai Lee. I mean, it can only Not be... Kylie Minogue. That's what I was thinking, oh, Kylie. Um, it can only be like one of three, really, surely. Green, blue, or he might, or maybe going rogue and having purple. Or it could be yellow, like the old temple gods. But I've never heard of him, so uh, let's not buck tradition and go blue. <sighs> Mate. Yeah. He was purple. Oh, I even yeah. said that. He got that. He's got that purple rain. I wanted to have purple in there, and I didn't want it to be Mace Windu. Mace and, Window. Um, window. Yeah, yeah, not good. Oh, not I, good. I knew he was going to drop one in somewhere, but I've never heard of this guy. All right. I, I have two more for you. Okay, okay. Two more, and then we're done. This is the home stretch, boy. <sighs> home stretch. You can do it, mate. Limbering up. You can do it, mate. You're a big boy, yeah? You can smash this. You are beefcake. Numero uno. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is the lightsaber colour of Burr Yaga Agaburi? <laughs> Are you alright, mate? Um, Burr Yaga Agaburi. Burr Yaga Agaburi. Um, yeah, it's either Agaburi or Agaburi. Let's go Agaburi because it sounds good. Um, Hint, he's a Wookiee. Oh, was oh, it that geezer from the Clone Wars, the little one? Don't know. Probably ended up getting slaughtered. I can't, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. This one is a cheeky one. This is this is filth. Uh, is it yellow? Final answer. Final answer. No, mate. It's blue. Oh. The Yaga is the Wookiee that you see in the High Republic. Oh, you naughty boy! I was thinking about I know, that mate. little punk from uh, the Clone Wars, the youngling with his wooden lightsaber. Curveball, mate. Oh. Absolute curveball. If anyone out there got All that, right. well done. 
Yeah, mate. It, uh, if if people have got these, I am um I am really 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 impressed. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one, okay. last one. I want you to tell me Ahsoka Tano's different lightsaber colors. <sighs> Tano, she Tano. had. Yeah. I'm trying to think now. Is it? Am I thinking of fan art or actual art? She's had. I'm sure she's had green. Um, she had the kind of white ones, I think, in Rebels. And what did Anakin give her at the end of... And he got in blue. Final answer? Yeah. You don't want to put another one or anything like that? I don't remember her having purple. Uh, I don't remember having red, like... Unless she had it in the Clone Wars when she got possessed. Um, did she have a red... Yeah, I'm going red as well. Green, blue, red, say red, white. Or yellow, whatever. It is. Not th- this is, but she. Just to let you know, this isn't just use of of uh, lightsabers. Yeah, this is property. They owned them. Right, property. Then in that case, yeah, green, blue, and either white or yellow, whichever one it is. Nice, nice, Matty boy. You're an absolute king. Got all of those, mate. It, it's a funny one though because yeah, like Ahsoka's slightly smaller lightsaber is like a yellowy green. I, you know what? When when you really zoom into it, it's still green. It looks green enough to me. So it, yeah, so she started off with two greens. One's a slightly different green, mm-hmm. and then she went to blue by the end of Clone Wars. And then in Rebels, obviously, she has white lightsabers. Right. Matty boy, yes. do you want to know how you did? I would be remiss to not know what my final score was. Hang on, let's do let's do these. So we got out of. Uh, a very respectable one, two, three, four, so five, six, seven, good. eight, nine, ten, eleven. That is an almighty, I think, eleven out of flipping. Oh. <laughs> well, I've given you double points. I've given you double points on some of these. It's basically eleven out of fourteen. Well, I'll take that. I wanted That's fourteen. Filthy. I wanted fourteen, but. I mean, you didn't get Shakti, you didn't get Plo Koon, you didn't get Kai Lee, whoever the hell that is. Uh, and that's it. You smashed everything else. So that is this week's Star Wars Sessions game. Great game, mate. I was starting to think, well, as soon as you said it, I was like, well, Luke Skywalker, Vader, Windu, Yoda, I know their colours. And then you started chucking out like Kai Lee and like, acrobatic bacon face, whatever the guy's name was. And I'm thinking, where are we going with this? Oh, mate. It's a spice one, and it's always good to know. You never know when you're going to be pinned down by the police and asked, uh, you know, what's Pokemon's lightsaber colour? <laughs> yeah, tell us when we can release you. Uh, I don't know, purple. Come oh. you're nicked. <laughs> Great game, mate. That's it, mate. Nicked. Nicked, mate. Nicked. Oh, we love it. You love it. The kids Listeners certainly love it. love it. Well, I hope yeah. you love that episode. Episode 79 of Star Wars Sessions. We've had a lot of fun. I hope you have too. And the fun doesn't end there because no one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk on Twitter. You can find us at Star Wars Session with no S at the end. You can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions. Or... Feel free to drop us a cheeky voice note or cheeky message to our email address, sws at whatawatchtonight.co.uk. And if you want to 
consider supporting the show further nearly ruined it there go to our patreon at patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions head on over to anchor fm spotify apple Podcasts, stitcher tune in everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast because we're there and if you love the show please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com it's the imdb for podcasts and it's awesome so if you do have a spare few seconds please do consider dropping us a review over there too because it helps us more than you know and we love hearing from you guys each and every week yes absolutely and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your wife that you want to name your kid a star wars name and also tell your ewok tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier i said tell kylie this is a podcast you're looking for so until next time from me Rest in power, Chadwick Boseman. See ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you. Wakanda forever. They are Essex-based podcast heroes... You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. Tell that to Country Club.